The Psycho by Alexis Nicole. I got home that night around 7.30. It was way earlier than I wanted to be at the house, but Teresa made a deal with her mother to babysit the kids in order to stay with me the whole weekend. An unfamiliar car sat in our driveway, and I was in no mood to be nice to strange company. There's the birthday girl, my father's boisterous voice swallowed me the moment I stepped in the door. He scooped me up in his arms and lifted my feet off the floor. My body stiffened involuntarily from pure shock and confusion. It wasn't like my father to show up even on our birthdays during my parents' down period. Hey, Dad, what are you doing here? He placed me back on the ground and took a step back trying to take all of me in. I wasn't going to miss my baby girl, sweet 16. You know it's tomorrow, right? I know, but your mom told me about your party and I wanted to do something with just us. Yeah, so we're having a family dinner for whatever reason, Charlie chimed in, placing food on the dinner table we barely used. I kept my eyes focused on my father, not wanting to word vomit my sister's secret. I still haven't decided how to talk to her about it or even if I should. He nervously pulled out a birthday card from his back pocket and shuffled it back and forth between his hands for a second. Listen, I couldn't get you much, but here. He softly placed it in my hand and gave me a nod to open it in front of him. My father wasn't one for sappy words and elaborate gifts. $25 Visa gift cards were usually his specialty that oftentimes showed up weeks after the actual holiday. I slit the envelope open with my finger and pulled out a card with the woman dancing under the sun in an open field on the cover. The inside was blank with the exception of my father's handwritten note. You are a light amongst darkness. Never dim it. Happy birthday. Love, Dad. That was it. No gift card. No cheesy poem already written by the greeting card company. Just my dad's own simple words for some reason. And for some reason that meant everything to me. I fell into his arms and buried my face into his chest. I realized it was the first embrace we've had in almost eight months, and I tightened my grip around him. Thanks, Dad. My mother finally emerged from her bedroom, looking absolutely stunning. Her hair and nails were freshly done, her skin glowed, and she wore my father's favorite outfit he liked on her. Charlie and I called it her every-time dress because she got whatever she wanted every time she wore it. Come on, you two. Dinner's ready. My father stared at her as she sauntered towards him. He softly grabbed her arm and pulled her in close to whisper something in her ear. A smile spread across her face as he placed a kiss on her cheek. They had this routine down to a science, and yet it all still felt felt very exhausting. The table was lined with all of my favorite dishes, with a few of my dad's favorites sprinkled in. It was obvious this wasn't all about me, but I would rather watch my parents play who can nonchalantly impress the other more than have to actually hold a conversation. Charlie never looked up from her phone, texting back and forth with whom I assumed was the girl from the park. An unexpected knock on the door interrupted one of my father's extremely long stories that I probably could recite from memory at this point. It was always it always started off as a cautionary tale about when he was younger and ended with him meeting my mom having Charlie at 19. I'll get it. Both Charlie and I stood up at the same time. Something about her demeanor was off. I could tell she was slightly nervous. 
Was this it? Was this the moment she picked to tell her truth? Hath the girl told her she saw me today and forced my sister to come out to her family? Shit, now I was nervous. Sit down, both of you. I'll get it. My mom placed the napkin from her lap on the table and walked to the front door. All of the air completely escaped my mother's body as she stared at the face of Troy, the car dealer on our porch. Hey, baby. Wow, you look amazing. He handed her a bouquet of pink roses and kissed her softly on the lips. Troy, what, um, what, what are you doing here? My mother stuttered, trying her best to keep her cool and block him from coming inside. I immediately locked eyes with my sister, and we both glanced over to our father. His jaw clenched a little, and he tried to keep his fist still on the table. This was the first in my parents' love saga. My mother was always successful at never having any of her fillers cross paths with my father. Well, my dinner meeting canceled, and I wanted to surprise you. Thought I could take you out for drinks. He brushed past my mother and let himself in. My father immediately stood up. Uh, Troy, this is the girl's father, Charles. We were just having dinner for Rose's birthday. My mother's voice shook a little, and I could tell she was unprepared for this situation. Troy stuck his hand out towards my father, who didn't budge. My dad's six-foot-three solid stature sized up the significantly smaller car dealer. If my father wanted to, he could snap Troy like a twig without a second thought. Ted, was it? My father finally said. Troy. <clears throat> well, listen here, Travis. Uh, like Shell said, we're having a family dinner, so I think it's best you leave. If Michelle wanted me to go, she could just tell me. They both glanced at my mother, now standing between them, waiting for her to say something. In action, her anxiety would not let her perform at the moment. You know, it's it's fine, Troy finally conceded. I'll let you get back to your little family thing. I know you don't do it often. He grabbed my mother by the waist and gently kissed her lips. I could see steam coming out of my father's ears, his chocolate skin quickly turning red. He used every muscle in his body to restrain himself from attacking the both of them. I'll see you later. Troy gave my father an arrogant smirk before walking out of the house. The door wasn't even shut completely before my parents laid into each other. So you got some random niggas walking up in my house now? It was one of the first times I saw my dad play offense in their arguments. Your house? When you're in and out of here like a revolving door, showing up whenever your family is convenient for you, you are a guest. They weren't words my father had never heard come out of my mother's mouth before, but with the reality of her actions in his absence meeting him face to face, they hit him very differently. I looked over to gaze my sister's reaction only to see an empty chair. With the parental fireworks going off in the living room, I didn't even notice her slip out. As my parents continued to yell at each other, I got up from the table to find Charlie. I lightly tapped on her cracked bedroom door, slowly pushing it open, being cautious of her yelling at me to get out. The room was empty and still. No Charlie in sight. As I turned to leave, I could hear whispers coming from outside Charlie's open bedroom window. Ray's whispers that became slightly louder at points, followed by intense shushing and warnings to keep voices down. 
I crept over to the window and peeked out, seeing my sister and the girl from the park having a, what appeared to be an intense battle of wills by the side of the house. I couldn't quite position myself correctly to be able to hear, to be able to hear what was being said. Did the girl recognize me? Was she telling Charlie I knew something? I needed to find out for myself. I walked out of Charlie's room, making sure to leave the door exactly how I found it. I made my way to the kitchen where my parents had done a complete 180 from arguing to slow dancing in the living room, leaving traces of dysfunction with every sway. I wonder how long he'll stay this time. I grabbed a half-full trash bag off the ground and headed out of the kitchen door. I didn't have much time to strategize, so my only plan was to get close, stay quiet, and if I got caught, act like I, I was taking out the trash. Our garbage cans were the perfect was were, were in perfect earshot as I could finally make out the words they were saying. Charlie's voice trembled with unease and fear. Why won't you believe me? She pleaded, her voice cracked a little from trying to hold back tears. Because I gave, I'm tired of hearing the words, Charlie. Either you're going to be real or I have to do what's best for me. I need time. I gave you two years. How much more time do you need? My mouth completely dropped. I couldn't believe my sister would hide such a big secret even from me for two years. I tried to step closer to get a glimpse at their faces and a raccoon scurried across my path in the darkness. My body immediately reacted, causing me to jump back and fall into the trash cans loudly. Both Charlie and the girl from the park came around the corner to check whatever caused the noise. See what I mean? The girl said without hesitation. I can't do this, Charlie. Without another word, she left towards a car that was parked across the street. Leslie, wait! Leslie! My sister's pleads fell on deaf ears as she watched the girl drive away. What the fuck are you doing? She quickly turned her attention back to me. I dusted myself off and placed the bag in a now disheveled can. I'm, I'm sorry, I was, I was just taking the trash out. I, I wasn't trying to mess up anything. I could tell she didn't believe me, but the tears welling up in her eyes prevented her from going off. It doesn't matter now. She said defeated. She turned to go back in the house, and I couldn't hold it in any longer. You've got a girlfriend for two years, I blurted out. And she stopped dead in her tracks, probably debating on the best way to kill me without going to jail. No, Ro. I've had a girlfriend for three years. Now I was seriously shocked. Not only at, not only at the fact that she would hide a secret like that for so long, but that she straight up told me the truth. Why didn't you tell me? She took a deep breath, sat on the back, and sat on the back steps. I could see my sister's heart breaking before me, and, it, and in return, it broke mine. I took a seat next to her and held her hand, reassuring her that she didn't have to hold it in any longer. Because at first, I was confused and scared, trying to figure out my own feelings. And then I prompted... And then I fell in love, which made me even more afraid. I just wanted us in our own little bubble, safe from the outside world. 
a tear finally broke free and ran down Charlie's face. I guess she was done hiding. Do you think she'll come back? You know, fate, like mom and dad? What mom and dad have wrote is some fucked up relationship they don't want to let go of. There's no such thing as fate. I couldn't believe she was saying this. It was like she had abandoned her whole model of life. What about Terrence? It's complicated. I know you don't get it now, Ro, but you will. We sat there staring out into the night. It was too much for me to process to push any further, and Charlie needed time to sort through her emotions. She laid her head on my shoulder and squeezed my hand a little tighter. <laughs> what a fucked up way to start your birthday off, huh? She tried to force a laugh through tears. It's pretty much what I expected from this family, I said. We sat there a little longer, holding each other in silence. The next morning, I woke up in a fog. I couldn't remember if...